This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. <sighs> hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favorite artists and talk all things music-related, mainly hip-hop, but, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Mars Mikulski podcast. Yes, what's going on, people? Right now, I'm joined by the head honcho of internet money, doing big things right now. Taz, what are you saying, my guy? We out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we right now, we got another one coming in the UK, you know what I mean? So that's just like... Yo, that's what I'm saying. It's a big look, man. Listen, Lemonade has been popping off. Obviously, the whole tape has been a very, very good look, but Lemonade has been one of the songs that everyone's gravitating towards the most so like obviously i know even before the storm like it was a tape where a lot of the songs were like throwaways from other stuff that you kind of repurposed into this tape so like why was lemonade the one that everyone kind of like started to vibe with the most um i think it's just a it's a it's an infectious hook you know what mm. i mean like the hook just gets stuck in your head the melody is is probably one of the catchiest hooks of the year so um, I just think once it gets stuck in your head, it's like it's like a little jingle, like a little commercial. You walk around all day, you'll be in, you'll be in the supermarket, you'll off the juice, coding. <laughs> you'll be at Nando's off the juice. You'll be you know at the tea party off the juice. You'll be with your friends off the juice. I you'll hear be, it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just infectious. Just everybody off the juice. Trust me. And you know what? One thing as well, like the the chemistry that you have with the artists, obviously you and Nick as well, like. It, it works, yeah. it seems to work every single time. And I feel like that link up that you guys do with Lyrical Lemonade when you drop the videos, it seems to be just a winning factor every single time. So like, how important yeah. is it to have that link up where you've got the video, you've got a tune that you know is popping, but you can just send it off to, to Cole and them, man, and they'll sort it out for you. Yeah, we, we've been a, a part of a lot of big records simultaneously at the same time as Cole. Like, we would we would produce Lucid Dreams and then Cole would do the video. We'd do Ransom and Cole would do the video. You know what I mean? Or yeah. Like Love Skies or all these records. We would do. We like we didn't like plan and like yo. So we're gonna do the song, 
and then Lyrical Lemonade is going to do the video and you're going to blow up. But like over time, I guess that's like the standard for like them with videos and us with music. And uh, I just owe a lot of the Cole, super cool guy, really, really, uh, really receptive and open to working with us and doing the video. You know what I mean? There was never no like backlash, no push or him even like second guessing it. Like the minute I brought up, I was like, bro, like we... We're the formula, we're the hit, we're the hit makers, y'all y'all guys, y'all are the y'all are the sauce and our people do videos for y'all. Everything goes up. I was like, let's find a way to make it happen. And it was just super cool. So it's just yeah. like I think it's it's, it's a tip in the hat and like respect from Cole and Lyrical Lemonade to us and the same to them. Like it's just finally giving ourselves a hit now, you know what I mean? Like it just goes to show you like we could do this in our sleep. We could do it we we put a lot of artists on and now like we're putting ourselves on. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean that's, th- that's the best part about it, because as someone who's been listening to the production from you guys for, for quite a while and then getting to the point now where you guys are dropping songs as internet money and it's be like internet money featuring etc. whoever you want to put on the record. Like, yeah. are you guys kind of want to step out more and kind of show your faces as, you know, as artists as well as producers or is was this an experimental take that you just wanted to kind of see now that you kind of got your freedom away from like previous deals and you just got internet money as the main thing? I think ultimately, bro, like, as you can tell, like, we've been a part of a lot of, like, artist careers and we put a lot of work into artists. Yeah. And some artists, more than other artists, like, we would uh, do a lot for them outside the music world, like, even outside of making music, like, help with their branding or help with their image or help with a bunch of stuff, you know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. for the first time, like, we just didn't care about putting that energy into somebody else for once. We really mm-hmm. wanted to, like, showcase and tell people, like, we could be the artist or we could go be, you know, the production team, the management team, the label, like, whatever. And it just work in our benefit and our favor, like us actually hyping ourselves up as opposed to putting all that energy and time into people and then just overall at the end of the day, not being appreciative of the energy that goes into them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so I hear that. Like, first time we're actually, we're the artists now. Like, and this is like the first stepping stone in record that's like, we're putting the flag down. We're like, look, bro, we're not going anywhere. Regardless if artists want to work with us or not, we don't need them. We'll, we'll work with ourselves. Like, we'll give ourselves a hit and we can go get whoever we want on a song. Because, like, people just respect us that much. They know that, like, whenever we work with them, it carries, like, you know, that type of weight on them shoulders. Like, we're going to get that hit. We're going to go deliver that hit. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you guys have worked with a lot of the names that have become big. Say, like, half of the people on, like, the tape, three, four years ago, no one would have known who they were. But you guys sourced them out and worked with them. And I feel like, obviously, you know, because you're in it, but I feel like you've built like a family of people that you can work around and you kind of know what works, what doesn't work, and you kind of move with it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think we just surrounded ourselves with a lot of really, really talented and creative artists. And we're really known for giving artists opportunity and chances, you know what I mean? Especially newer artists. Yeah. And we kind of hung our hat on that at the end of the day. Like, Andy or little Tech of Juice World, Trevor Daniel, all these artists, you know what I mean? Um, we gave them their biggest songs. Like we were part of their biggest records and uh, we were we, we found them and we helped blow them up. So uh, I feel like instead of us chasing down a Drake or a Post Malone or, you know, like whoever, um, we really look forward to building out future artists and trying to make the next Drake or the next Post Malone. And the fact that we care about up and coming artists and what they go through and helping them find them records that kind of like uh, crutches for their career that they can lean on and help them like get to the stepping stones they need to as an artist. Uh, I think they they respect that and they um and they just really fuck with us for that for giving them the opportunity and chances and it's like a mutual love thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So whenever we come calling and we need something, they're really receptive and open to it. And whenever they need something, they come calling. Like we we're the quickest in the world. Like if you need beat stems or 
a session or a beat or you want to work, you want to do whatever. Like I, I do this shit in my sleep. Like I work more than anybody. So it's like, it ain't nothing for us to just get in and do something. Like people, they'll be like, yeah, well, I, how are you seven Saturdays from now? Like, let's do it. Like, nah, I'm a, I'm yeah. a, I'm a, I don't, I don't have a planner. I don't have a calendar. I don't have a schedule. Like if I don't want to do it, I don't do it. So if I'm working on that day and someone hits me and they, they're really passionate about it, like I can tell they build up the courage to do it. We're going to get it done. We're going to work with them. Mm. You know what it is? Like, that's the best way to look at it because you're building stars for tomorrow and you're not chasing, you know, people who are big. But the thing is, at the same time, because you're making these hits, those names are going to come back to you guys anyway. But, yeah. like, how important would it be to, like, say, for example, a Drake tomorrow was just like, yo, like, internet money, Nick, Taz, I want to do something with you guys. Like, are you going to jump to that straight away or are you going to kind of, what's your angle with that? Um, I mean, we're kind of in that right now, like a, a, a couple artists wants to come out to like certain cities for like camps to work on their albums and stuff like that. But I'm kind of in my album mode, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of overdoing the traditional, yo, I just want to kill myself for this artist and do everything to give them a hit. Yeah. And then them go on to work with other producers or act like, you know what I mean? Like we don't exist, whatever. Like it's more so if it fits in our schedule and it's something that we want to do and it makes sense. Yeah, fine. Let's do it. But Right now, I think this shit kind of proved to ourselves that, like, um, we could do this. You know what I mean? Like, the energy we're putting into everything, we could put it in ourselves. And it's like investing in yourself. You're going to get that back times 10 as opposed to just investing in other people in hopes that it works out. You know what I mean? Yeah, big facts. Because at the same time, you guys, producers do, especially how internet money operate, like, you guys are doing a lot more than just you know, making a beat, sending it off, and letting other people sort it out in the emails. You got people out here staying at the house. Do you know what I mean? You got yeah. three studios in the house. You got people constantly come, probably coming through. I don't know how it's working in lockdown right now, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've got that environment going on. So it definitely makes sense. And I think I like the fact that you're kind of taking it now, you're, you're respecting yourselves and saying, look, it's about us for a while. Do you know what I mean? Like this year has been a bit of a weird year for music anyway, but the fact that, you know, you've got number one records going off around the world with Lemonade. You've got this tape that's doing big things. You've got the, the hub of people that you work with and you could always drag and get people to come through. Like, when you're kind of making these these beats and you're making the music right now, and say you're in a session, let's say you're in a session with Lil Tech Up, right? You've got 10 songs yeah. that you're making. Like, how hard is it now to be like, oh, that one's the hit, and I want that for the next tape for us, but yeah. he wants that. Like, how are you working that now? Because it's a different perspective you're going to probably get now. See, that's, that's not a problem for me, because a lot of artists, they don't know their best songs. You know what I mean? Like, and mm -hmm. I'll be sitting there, whatever. Like, even songs I like, I'll be like, oh, this is a good song for you. Like, you should have this song. That's how I approach anything. Like, if they want to take it for themselves, cool. I'm not the type of person to be like, ah, oh, nah, give me that. Like, whatever. Because at the end of the day, if, if we, we put on an artist and we give them a hit, we it's a win-win too. You know what I mean? It just makes that money bigger and, like, it creates the, the opportunity. So whenever we do want to come out with our hand up, like, look, bro, like, we gave you one. Yeah. Let's run it back. Let's do another one. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a different cat thing. But, um... A lot of artists, a lot of the time, they don't like their, their best songs because, okay. like, they always want to, like, push the boundaries forward and do stuff that, like, they don't normally do just for people to be like, wow, I see you're really rapping your ass off. Or, wow, the songwriting on this is impeccable. When in reality, it's, like, hits are sometimes bubblegum records. It, it, they're not saying a lot. It's just yeah. about melody and it being catchy and straight to the point. And a lot of artists hate that. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of the time what, the problem we have with artists is trying to sell them on their best records. And even if they tell us no and tell us no and tell us no, like, it'll sit. So internet money and us putting out songs is just pretty much us being like, you know what, bro, instead of us trying to sell you on these, let me let me have that record. Let me go show you it's a hit. Mm. Like, Lemonade sat on the computer for three years. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no man. one's... 
Yeah, we, we wrote Lemonade October 7th, 2017. Don Tolliver got on Lemonade in 2018. Me, Jazzy, and Johnny Yukon, Nick Mary, E-True, Henry, Farrell Vice, we all wrote it October 7th, 2017. Um, Don got on in 2018, and whenever I was, like, I don't think they were, like, ever going to keep it. I think it was just like, yo, how does Don sound cutting this record? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever I was working on my album in, in June of 2020, I hit my publisher and I was like, yo, like if you have any songs I've done over the past like three or four years, send them through. I would love to re-listen to them and maybe there's like a hit or something that I really like that I just didn't have the opportunity to do anything with. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you know, what about Lemonade? I was like, Lemonade, man, I haven't heard that song two years. Like, all right. And it was like, they was like, you know, Don cut it, right? And I was like, nah, I had no idea Don cut it. I was like, yeah, he cut it. So they sent it to me and it was of the original beat. And I was like, oh, nah, we're going to strip this. So we Mm -hmm. took the vocals off the beat. And then we just went and made a whole new beat with Alec Wigdahl and uh, Nick Aaron, you know, everybody uh, right there instantly. Yeah. That moment whenever we did Lemonade I, and like, you just hear the hook and the guitar going, this is before we even had drums. Like it was okay. just an acoustic guitar and then we added the electric guitar after. So just with, with the acoustic guitar hit, I was just like, man, like this is a moment. Like we really doing this album right now. And yeah. I guess like right now, that's kind of like the moment I'm in while I'm working on the second one is like, I'm kind of waiting on that moment to hit where it's like, all right, bet time to go like just feed off energy like just take me in a different direction mm. like lemonade did with, with the before the storm storm album yeah i mean with with gone like because he blew up what well with that danny womack tape like what was that last year so it kind of it made sense for it the, don, the donnie womack tape came out and then he had the the song on astroworld that like That's, he was like who's don who's don Tolliver? what is don Tolliver? you know yeah, I mean? yeah yeah so like with that and then obviously rolling into this year when he dropped his own tape i can't remember the name of it but I had like heaven and hell i think it's heaven and hell I think heaven and hell heaven and hell yeah, 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 so like, it, it was perfect momentum for you guys, and that's that's perfect timing, man. You gotta go back through the archives and, and keep looking for the old stuff, because you don't know what other gem you've got in there. That's the thing about music, bro, is like, there's really never an expiration date on music. Like, that's the reason why uh, people just keep, like, reinterpolating songs or resampling them, or even, like, remaking the songs, or being inspired to, like, make songs like them. Mm. Like, uh, is an is a artist, or a songwriter, or a producer, or whatever, I feel like the, everything we worked on every day, like, we just don't know the final like destination for it because even some of the songs we like when we did Lemonade, Don Tolliver wasn't like a signed artist. You know what I mean? So he like mm. wasn't out of here. So it's like when we're making it, we're not like, oh, this would be great for Don Tolliver. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just you never know where songs are gonna go or like what the journey of them is yeah. because music is always constantly changing. There's always new artists or whatever. So like as you're doing something three years ago, it might work with something that's hot. You're just now starting to get popping. You're like, oh, I could go repurpose this and turn it into that. Mm. I think the fact that music now is like with technology and everything going how it is, the fact that it is so accessible and easy to like, let me pull up this idea. Let me go work with this. Let me go flip this and to, to fit something that molds like this time now. Yeah. And you ain't got to book out a studio and have an SSL and go track out beats and bring in studio musicians. Like it's just going to make music more evolved and more creative. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's just big organic music. Do you know what I mean? It's obviously we know that this stuff is very complex to do. It's not as easy as it sounds. Do you know what I mean? Some people probably think this is something that you could do in five, ten minutes. No, it's a process to it. Yeah, bro. I literally just listen to music all day. Like I listen to so much music, normal people would get annoyed by it at some point. They would just want to listen to silence. I listen yeah. to so much music. But I listen to music studying, like listening to BPMs, listening to the, the keys. Why did they use this chord progression? Like, why is this? Why are all these major songs all have very similar chord progressions? Why are they all in these different types of tempos? 
like based on like genre like if i want to make some emo shit why is it in this vpn is it you know what i mean yeah, yeah so it's just really understanding the logic and the thought process behind the, behind the people that's making the music and then going and doing my research and, and looking up like drum machines they use or like different outboard gear why they did certain things they did for like the little sauce and the shit they did to get they did that i could grab and implement and like make new again it's the fun little things about music that like like that other than just yo we're in the studio we're turning up and we're making songs yeah like, yeah you can really get introspective and be like a, a freak involved in music and just like i want to bring this back i can make this the cool trend now like people don't know about like you know zero fucking music i can bring this influence in and make it cool on some u.s shit mm. the fact that we have the ability to kind of like shift the game of music that's what makes it fun and that's what i think the reason why we still go so hard and we don't look at it like a job or like work you know what i mean i mean it's just, at this point it's just life you know what i mean you guys you guys are just getting it done and you're having fun at the same time because as soon as you stop having fun that's when you know it's time to stop do you know what i mean but i think yeah. one thing i wanted to say is like obviously you said you're working on the next one already so you're already in locked into album mode for the second one and you yeah. know obviously i'm chatting to you from the uk so have you started looking at uk artists and started to think oh maybe i could put them on a collab or is that something that's uncharted waters right about now so my label 10k projects the people i did my partnership with from my label mm-hmm. elliot green she's from he's from london and some other people molly who's on the staff is also from london yeah but uh they're like you know really big and all that and they want me to work with uk artists like they signed h if you okay. yeah of course yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Uh, but and they're like trying to set it up for that. Uh, I'm not really as hip. I'm trying to get more involved in it. But yeah, I'd love to work with UK artists. I'm all about just different different influences from everywhere mm. and find ways to sprinkle them into something new that we're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if that's the new influence and sound we're going for, find a way to, to adapt and make it fit into what internet money is all about. Mm. Listen, I think an H collab could bang. I don't know if you heard the song Rain with AJ Tracy, but I think it was filmed out in like LA or something. So. It's yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good starting point for you to go from there and then kind of work it because I think it's a good artist that you could collab with and he's popping off one of the biggest artists in the UK at the moment as well yeah but, and I think that they really they really want to find a way to make him work over here in, in the US as well you know what I mean but not like take away from his roots or his sound and stuff that he's doing that he got popular from out there in the UK so I feel like we could we could do something crazy and kind of bridge that gap a little bit yeah listen you gotta tell it what you're doing so I have faith you know what I mean a couple months time I expect that internet buddy H song I expect it to pop off <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we got a couple that's my boy like I talked to Addicts is it Addicts or Addicts his manager and all them like we're just really cool with all their family Mm. So, it's, it's family shit. Yeah. All right, another thing I want to talk about as well is, you just turned uh, twenty, what, twenty eight now? Yeah, I turned twenty eight. Yeah, that's a couple, what, a couple of days ago, right? Ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, happy belated, happy belated. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> how did you? How did you celebrate? Um, we just had like a small little get together with the family. Like, uh, my son, I have a six year old. He was born same day, same time. So, oh, mad, um, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, we just had like a little get together, a little joint Pokemon party. He's really big into Pokemon, so. Mad. We just did like a Pikachu cake and we just <laughs> mopped out. You know what's mad though? <laughs> to be fair, generationally, it's the same. You probably grew up a Pokemon as well. Yeah, I, I like Pokemon a little bit. I get into it, but he, I don't know. It's a little more acceptable now. Like people just be getting into it crazy. Remember, I was coming up in the 90s and the early 2000s, like Pokemon wasn't, it wasn't one of the like cool, cool things to do, or at least where I'm from, like you kind of get clowned for like messing with Pokemon a little bit. What's the plan then? What's the plan for the future? You know, bigger spaces now. You're already one of like one of the biggest producer sets in the world, and obviously you've got songs that are popping off. 
What's the plan? You trying to make internet money into the biggest label that the world's ever seen? What's your short aspiration? I mean, I mean, yeah, obviously that's like the goal, but I don't really like believe in setting goals. You know what I mean? Like, mm. whenever I got into the industry, I didn't think that I'd be a label. It's just like I got hip to certain things, and I was like, I just, I just don't want to make beats forever. Like, that's like just being a, a bagger at a grocery store. I want to own the grocery store. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Doing all that, we're working on projects. I just wanna I just wanna make crazy collaborations. Like with artists that you wouldn't expect to hear together. Like I reference this a lot in interviews and songs that I'm inspired by right now, but like if you listen to All the Lights by Kanye, the fact yeah. that he had like Fergie and Elton John and Alicia Keys and Drake and, and all these artists going over these crazy horns and these drums just going crazy. Mm. It's stuff you wouldn't n- normally hear. Like you, there's no way you're hearing Drake, Fergie, Elton John, Alicia Keys, Kanye West, like all these artists on the same song. Yeah. And it's just like, they're not announced. Like you don't, you don't hear Alicia, you don't see Alicia Keys name. And then you hear it, you're just sitting there enjoying the process and it just surprises you. Those little moments and shit like that, like whenever you hear Drake come on like sicko mode or you hear Future come on like blue tent and it's like surprises, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? That's like the moments I want to make and be like, what is this? Like those type of moments. Yeah. I think this is like, uh, we don't. We're not really in competition with other people. We don't really like look at what other producers are doing. And like, oh my God, we got to go get one now because I, I don't just consider us a producer. I feel like we've done so much more than a lot of other producers, and to kind of just put us in that box is kind of disrespectful. Mm. So at this point, honestly, man, like we're just in competition with ourselves. We just like to uh, push the envelope forward and do things that people don't expect us to do. Like, I want to do an internet money cartoon TV show. Why not? You know what I mean? Like, let's go do a movie. Let's go do another album. Let's go tour. Like, me and me and Nick and the team, we could go tour on some Daft Punk shit mm-hmm. and like have like a full screen behind us, go crazy, and just control crowds with music that we've only produced over the past three years. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand like internet money in general, bro. Like, we've only been in the industry for three years, and in the meantime, we we've helped put on a lot of big artists, Juice World. Ian Dior, Lil Tecca, Trevor Daniel. We've been a part of major records. We now even have a number one UK song ourselves. You know what I mean? So like three years from now, what if we just cut the time in half. Like we could go do whatever we want. We're just now getting started. We're still rookies initially. Yeah. So the fact that we're getting all this stuff done and accomplished and the respect from all these people and people are kind of putting our name up there with everybody else. I feel like we could kind of break through the barrier and start doing more to like influence producers and, and showcase producers and like empower them you know what i mean you can be the label you can be the management company you can be the production company you can be the artist you can be the dj you can be whatever you want to be you just don't have to make beats all day you see what what i'm saying you know what it is like right now you're opening up to eventually have like internet money consultancy you've got different channels obviously you know you need like what seven channels to be like a billionaire or something that's what they say but that's what you guys are kind of working towards and i like i mean i like what i'm hearing to be fair and like you said you're branching out to different parts of the world as well so as you keep growing and evolving and you might get to a point where you want to try something new, you got that there. One thing I will say as well though, for if you want to make things surprising and do the the shock element, on the next album, take off all the features. Take off all the features and just do singles. Yeah. That is, there you go. That's, that's definitely the, the way where people be like, bro, who's that? Because by the time, when are you trying to drop this next one? Like next year? Because I think this year yeah, is too soon. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, well, the thing with us is like internet money. We're not actually like rapping on the songs. Like we mm. may help write some of them or be be involved in like who's getting on them, but that's what keeps us fresh yeah. and why we can do so much music because we can go do songs with Young Thug, Post Malone. Like these are all different artists. It's like 
people may get tired of hearing a certain artist. We don't have to work with them right now. We can keep it fresh and go work with new artists, new talent, and just make new types of records. So it's just like consistently evolving. I don't like to look at internet money like an artist. I kind of mm. look at it like a playlist. Like when okay. we drop an album, it's a playlist. There's different vibes. We're going to have turn up records. We're going to have sad records. We're going to have emotional records. Yeah. We're going to have every type of thing that you could have, but it's not like Young Thug or anybody, like one specific artist just throughout the whole album mm. that you'll like get tired of. Like every new song is a new experience. It's a new like listening experience. And you just feel like more invested and you kind of, I kind of want people to look at internet money collaborations we do with artists like, damn, I can't wait to see what they're going to do now. Like kind of yeah. whenever you listen to Tampala and you want to see what Kevin Parker's doing, like, oh, what is he going to pull out now? Mm. I kind of want people to look at internet money in that same light. Like what artists are they going to go work with? What kind of song are they going to go do? Instead of looking at it and judging it and critiquing it as if it's like good or bad, yeah. just more so understanding like that's the creative process and the, the part about it being... That's what makes it genius is the mm. fact that we're doing this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're right. Like, yeah. Yeah, because you're branching out anyway. Because you got what? That Canadian artist, what, Turbo? Yeah, I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Turbo, yeah. So, yeah so you got, you're already kind of looking at different elements and trying to make things, make things work. So is there anyone else that we need to be looking out for that you guys are working with or you're working with closely? Um, just in, I'm not going to say all the artists that we're working with that people know of because like obviously people know them like we're literally working with everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, I think at this point like Joe Kenji he's a fire artist we got coming up he's from South Carolina we got Ty Fontaine from the DMV yeah. we got Lil Spirit from the Bay we got Alec Wigdahl from Minnesota we got Mo Young from Arkansas we got a bunch of art we got Turbo from Canada you know what I mean like who, we found a cowboy in Canada who else is doing that <laughs> it's just, we're doing all this different type of stuff I think that's what keeps us fun and interesting about internet money it's kind of like good music when Kanye had you know Mr. Hudson he'd go sign Q-Tip or he'd go do you know whoever like all these yeah. different type of artists is the fun fact is like we also sign these artists for their artistic abilities like we believe in them as artists yeah. but also we kind of use them as paintbrushes with our own stuff like Alec Wigdahl did the guitar for Lemonade you would never know that that's how our artist signed to us as well. And like, mm -hmm. I signed him last October and now he's on the number one song in the UK right now. So it's also another way in us doing our artist stuff as a way for us to put our, uh, you know, more artists on, like we did with Ian and Juice and Tekka and, you know, all these people. Yeah. But we do it on a different capacity now. Now we're putting on producers, we're putting on songwriters, we're putting on artists and just overall creators through our own you know, body of work now. Yeah, like like you like you said, like we discussed as well. Like, it's just internet money. By the end of it, you're not going to be able to be in any room where people don't know who you are. Do you know what I mean? Like, in some. Nah, sort I want to of... be. I want to be Dre with this. I want to be Jimmy Iovine with this. I want to. I want to do headphones. I know Nick wants to build cities. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he wants to be Akon over here and do his own like Nick Mirror coin or something. Yeah, I don't know. But Listen. it's just like that's the thing about that's the thing about the world. Is like people always feel like. Uh, there's 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 limitations on the shit you can do as like a human being. Reality is like everything around us that we know in life was created by people who are no better than all of us. Yeah. Like they all have, it's not like people who had like some magic little fairy dust or something <laughs> sprinkled over them when they were born. Like we all yeah. have the same ability. It all depends on the like what you apply yourself to. LeBron James is probably the greatest basketball player of all time mm. because he has the ability and he trained for this his whole life. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I've been doing music since I was three. So whenever people want to talk to me about music. I could do this. Like, this is what I've trained my whole life up to at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, this is just a part of the process, man. It's what we're working for. Yeah, as long as you're enjoying the process throughout all the time, that is the, the main thing. But we'll wrap it up there because otherwise we'll keep going. I know we've got time, time constraints <laughs> and that. But obviously, like you said, Lemonade, congratulations, number one song in the UK right about now. Number one in Portugal as well, right? No one in 
Portugal as well. We're yeah. trying to get number one in Europe, number one around the world. But it's number one, most importantly, yeah. in our hearts. Exactly. Well, where's it, where's it on, the, on Billboard at the moment? Uh, it's at number 10 right now, so we're number 10 on Billboard. Listen, they need to bump that up, you know. Come on, take off that zero, just put it at one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah we, we just got it like a couple of days ago. It's still a little new, you know what I mean? So I, I'll appreciate the number 10 right now, but we're going to go up this week. For yeah, sure. listen, that's that's humble. That's good. That's what I like to hear, you know what I mean? But I'm sure you'll get that soon. But Taz, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for the chat. Thank you, man. I appreciate you for having me. Yeah, no worries, man. I'll catch you soon. Thank you, my boy. Appreciate it. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me, because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.